All right. <laughs> Got to tune out some steel drums steel in the background. It's <laughs> like I'm just going to slowly close this. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Go. You said you were going to be in charge of the intro this week. Uh, okay. Well, I mean, the complete lack of things happening is mostly due to the fact that I have been terms. But... Those are done now, which is why I'm here. <laughs> okay, let's hit it. <laughs> have you heard this song? Yeah, have you not heard this song? I wanna go out. I wanna go out. <laughs> okay, honestly, I, I don't need this to be the intro. Welcome yeah, to Backtrack. That's what I was saying. Is like, Welcome why are to you Backtrack? A podcast where Jay hates on new cascade songs and i listen passively um a podcast where i buy jay oddwalla once a week to talk about music because we haven't eaten dinner yet it's fine it's on the horizon okay what what has happened what has happened recently do you want to go first um i mean cascade has that that new song yeah you want to have fun basically i the only thing that i wanted to say about that is that i think that the breakdown is really is like is kind of fun but I really don't like the vocalist. I don't like having Ooh, to hear. I want to have some fun. This part? I want to have some fun. Is this the part you're talking about? No. Oh no! Which is it later or earlier? The actual drop. Oh, okay. Well, we're on our way. Yeah. <laughs> I want to have some fun. No one is arguing here that Cascade isn't a good producer. Yeah. And, or doesn't know how to create the sounds that he wants to create. You yeah. know, like... And I mean, Cas- Cascade's album, I think, was one of the first, like, electronic albums that we bought on, like, iTunes. How long until Eyes is one of our throwback songs? I should have made it one today. Um, oh my god, okay, Stolar and Spencer Ludwig have a new song. It's called Grow Up. So Stolar is like this kind of smallish artist or artist that I just kind of like recently found out about. And Spencer Ludwig is this fun like trumpet based producer of music. Yeah, I've Um, heard a few of Spencer Ludwig's songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those, it's like up and coming. Mm -hmm. But I thought this was fun. A lot of the stuff I've heard from Stolar in the past, Stolar, Stolars, um, has been like more not that upbeat it's like been a little bit slower and i still like it but this is like a nice fusion of the two styles like fun sort of disco-esque vibe yeah oh and then here's the spencer lug you can can hear that sort of spencer ludwig touch um it's like i feel like i heard it and i like it the song happened and i was like that was really great i think i'm gonna start it over (laughs) 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 i wasn't like when i saw it i wasn't like oh let me listen to this song but it like kind of came on then i was like wow this is so great um so yeah that that happened uh ray came out with a new ep yes what do you think about it side tape i there was not a song on there that i like was like this is bad yeah i was like like i really like all the songs Mm -hmm. and i think that Literally all of them are, like, good. Yeah. I like that the people that she collaborates with are, like, make sense with... Like, they're not just added on in order to be like, oh, I want to have this person on there as, like, an afterthought. They all mesh really well. Yeah. I really like Malik Berry. Uh, so yeah. I was excited to see that happen. 
Do you, what's your favorite song? My favorite song is Crew, and I wanted it's to talk. Crew? And I wanted to talk about it because it was almost my new track. I'm like, really? I really liked Slower, as you know, since I was singing it like before this started. If you got it, you give me the mind. And if you come on the high tonight, we're gonna ride tonight. If I have to, Ray, I got you. You know I want you. You give me the mind. And if you come on the high tonight, we're gonna ride tonight. Oh, wait, wow, wow, wow. You wanna come in my town, town, town. You wanna play with me now, now, now. You don't know if you're down, down, down. It's interesting to see what parts of the songs like people listen to. Like I would have not listened as much to the stabs, but I, now I like them. The reason why I love those stabs is because the percussive elements like of her voice and the the lyrics that she picks are perfectly coinciding rhythmically with those stabs yeah and i yeah. really love that about it and this part specifically that little like Light tinge when she says down mm -hmm. is like the reason why I love this song so much. Not even the regular chorus or anything <laughs> else is like literally that like note and half step. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like yeah, I didn't realize she's actually also the vocalist on "By Your Side" by Jonas Blue. Do you know that song? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah, it's this one. Literally, it says like featuring Ray. I mean, and when you listen to it, it's like, yeah, definitely her. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. Fire song, by the way. Okay, but that's not even new. I'm gonna, like, play this in the background while I say what else happened. Um, oh, T Grizzly has a new album. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Did you listen to it? I didn't... <laughs> I, I did not listen to it. I saw that there was a song with Chris Brown, and I saw that there was a song with Lil Pump. With Lil Pump, yeah. And I didn't want to listen to either like... of those. <laughs> so I was just like, hmm. <laughs> like, at first I thought it was just a single with Chris Brown, and I was like, well, that has Chris Brown on it, so I don't really want to listen to it. And then I, and then I saw the Lil Pump one, and I was like, oh, it's an album, and this one has Lil Pump on it. And then I didn't listen to any of the I... Tried listening to the Playboy Playboy Cardi album, and I am really hesitant to give. Oh wait, hold up! I love this drop. <laughs> I feel like in a world where vocal splicing is like so trendy this is like this was done artistically yeah anyway so i was listening to the playboy cardi album and i'm not gonna say anything about it until i feel like i've listened to it at least twice because i just feel like for like full albums you have to give it some bake time but it is 19 goddamn tracks. It is a fatty and a half. And I was looking at some of like Playboy Cardi's songs. Straight up that like Magnolia song has just given what you know about like like T Grizzly, Lil Pump, like mm. these like rappers. Guess like how many plays this song has. I don't know about play metrics because I spend so much time in plays that have like counts that are less than a hundred thousand. Okay, I that, oh, but this this will shock. You. It's like two hundred and fifty million. Wait, really? Yes, yes, dude. No fucking shit. I mean, I'm not even the type of person to be like, oh, how many plays does this song have? Like, but I, like I good just, like, goddamn, never... that's a lot of plays. What I. What I am saying is that I never, I pretty much almost never look at the play. Yeah, count no, of I know. Me either, but like, that is a giant ass number. Like, it literally distracted me because it, like, the number of digits was like as long as the text of the title of the song. I was like, <laughs> what is that thing that's under the word magnolia? <laughs> Good goddamn, it's the play count. Um, oh, what else happened? Uh, oh, just speaking of rap, I want to know what, have you listened to, um, 
I don't know what its technical name is because it looks like it's three EPs in one thing. Um, the, like, Race Remmerd plus, like, Sway Lee plus... Oh, yeah. Um, uh, who else is it? Yeah, that's another one that's in... It's in the oven. I Yeah, because I, like, heard... I, like, saw on Twitter that, like, Lontalius was, like, talking about um, touchscreen navigation, which yeah. I actually really do like that song. I haven't listened to the whole thing through, but... Touchscreen navigation. That's a... Speaking of, like, fatty albums, that's a big one. Yeah. The album itself is, like, an hour and 40 minutes long. I've heard really, really good things about it, but like I said, I'm, like, listened to it one time, and I don't really feel like I can give an opinion on it. It's 27 songs, though, so... Yeah. Swaycation will get you hooked up if you have a really long drive or commute <laughs> of any sort. <laughs> um, Jess Glenn came out with a new song. How do you feel about it? I mean, I really liked it until the yodeling started. Yeah, okay, that's exactly how I felt. <laughs> it's like, I like love, I like want to love her so much. I love her voice, but and then... And it's so nice, and I just was like, uh, I was trying to think of like what other vocal improvisations you could do in place of it. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. if Jess Glenn was like, you know, Em, I have a song I want to show you if you can give me feedback. I was like, let me think, what would I give feedback for Jess Glenn? I just, I don't think it's like... I don't think it's full yodel. It's not super yodely, but it is, it's got a little bit of twinge yodel. I think when she says, I swear, yeah, yeah, is when it really gets me. When she says, I'll be they, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of like, eh, it's fine. But when she's like, and I swear, yeah, yeah, like that one just has a little bit too much. And it's kind of like, it's like, it's a mix of like yodeling and like Dixie Chicks-esque singing. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Um... And Leon Bridges also came out with a new album, which I really like, and it's nice and soulful. Oh my god, Sean Frank and Cruella came out with a song also. Really? I and didn't it hear is, it. I want you to, like, imagine what you think a song by Sean Frank and Cruella would sound like. Uh, probably a lot of, like, like distorted, like, harder bass lines, like, that, that have, like, longer notes, um... I don't know. Are you saying like? Are you just explaining what dubstep sounds like right now? Like I don't really know how to put it into regular words, but I mean, I also felt like I felt like Sean Frank. Yes, I know. I like the what I know Sean Frank from the most is Shades of Grey with Delaney Jane. It's like I'm losing sleep, Gusmo, so I can. Yeah, yeah. And I love that song. Yes. And it's, like, kind of housey. Yeah. And some fun vibes to it. But then he also has La La Land, where it's like... So he kind of, like, went into future bass zones. Mm. So I... Oh, yeah. See here. This bass. Oh, dang. It just disappeared. (laughs) But, like, that's what I was thinking of is, like, Cruella's signature bass line honestly we're we're about to get to it and Cruella you can kind of hear I'm not gonna pretend like if someone just played this song for me I would guess it was Cruella although I think it is Cruella singing but it you can you can hear it like around now interesting like, I feel like the drums have a kind of a dubby step sort of sense to them. Yeah, and I think that the the lead sounds more like, sounds a lot more like Cruella. Yeah. Yeah. Style. Wow, remember when Feel Alive came out and it was like earth shattering? <laughs> oh, uh, just the meaning some of the yeah. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is oh, Okay has a new album called Wow, Cool Album. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. Like, I think once I heard the whole album and it's like full context where yeah. you're supposed to hear it, it made more sense. Like, this is so cute. Yeah. <laughs> 
And OK does this kind of like, uh, like off pitch or like super distorted, high frequency, scratchy synth that sometimes it's too much, but like this this part's really cute. Yeah. Can you feel? The song's called Next to Me. How can you tell when it feels right? It's when you're here right next to me. See, this is so cute. Do you know what it feels like? Yeah. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but, um, so, La Maestra has been releasing a lot oh my of God, singles. Oh Rocket, whatever, with Betty Who. Yeah, and I know you love some Betty Who. I literally so. do love some Betty Who. And I thought that this was, this is very classically La Maestra. La Maestra. Whatever. I actually don't know if that's how you say it. I might just be being posh. Very classically done. I, I like this. I mean, I think I, there was one song where it's like, shit, I forget what it's called. Closer, Closer by Lamenta. I mm. really like that. It kind of reminded me of like that old French new disco vibes. So I, lo I wish there was like a little bit more of that in here, but I really like Betty Who, so that makes it okay. <laughs> And I think this like kind of electric guitar sounding thing is cool. Yeah, um, so another thing, Caro Caro Bonito surprise dropped a new single. Oh shit. Called what? Time Today. And um, I don't know if you were following them before when they released um, TOTEP, T-O-T-E-P, nope. which supposedly stands for The One True EP. Their style took a sharp left turn. Uh, or was it a right turn? Into, I guess, I guess it might have been more of a right turn. I literally don't know what either of those terms would mean. Like, it would be closer to mainstream versus farther away from mainstream what, which know. ways which directions mainstream right oh okay i wasn't sure so so that's what it sounds like and i think that it's very interesting because it seems like exactly a halfway point between their last album and the one true EP, which threw everybody for a loop. It, and a lot of people were like, yeah, this is like cool, but like, where is the Caro Caro Bonito that we know and love? Because this is what the last EP sounded like. Ready? Oh. Okay, yeah, I guess that is kind of like a different turn. I guess I see why you didn't know if it was a right turn or a left turn. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a diff it's just a turn. Yeah. And everyone was like, hmm, interesting. I like it, but it's definitely not what they were before. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah. what intrigues me about this new single is that, and also this song does this. Okay, okay. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready for that to um, be. <laughs> th that song is the only song on the EP that does that. The other ones are regular, like, electric guitar style stuff. Yeah. Um, but they also, with this single, uh, announced that they're releasing another album called Time and Place, as in 
like apostrophe n <laughs> like time and place time, time and place um what i really was uh thought was like really cool is that i don't know if you know if you follow sinjin hawk nope sinjin hawk has a very like specific style um like it's very distinctive in the same way that um producers like cashmere cat are distinctive um where they're like their well, style like, is very is, is very like uh picked out of like in terms of like synthesis of like sounds ah um, like you mean like sample choice or you mean like or like the actual here i'll play a song like this. I like this a lot. Yeah, this is called In Loving Memory, which, and so this is, these are from an album called First Opus, um, which came out, um, like, uh, uh, like exactly a year ago. Mm -hmm. And for the first anniversary of First Opus, um, Sinjin Hawk released a remixes EP, which has really cool stuff like this remix of the song that I just played. The trap, the bubble trap. Just wait. Breakdown. Just wait. <laughs> I like that they clarified where we were before before getting right down into it. <laughs> Very classic Jersey remix. Yeah, from that is gutta. That is super classic. This is a. I feel like so. There's this thing in LA called like brownies and lemonade, and I'm like totally mischaracterizing what brownies and lemonade is, based on what I'm about to tell you. I've only been to one event ever. <laughs> it wasn't like quite Jersey shit because otherwise I would have mem remembered it as the greatest night of my life. But there was a lot of like wavy shit and like things where like this would make an appearance for like 30 seconds and then it would go into some other like weird SoundCloud shit. The yeah. last remember when I sent you that show where like Madion showed up for like twenty dollars? Oh yeah. That was yeah. the brownies and lemonade event. Yeah. What else is up? Yeah. Is this more just Sinjin? Just more Sinjin. Oh, okay, okay, good. Like. So, this is like more along the lines of what I'm saying of just like Sinjin Hawk and Sinjin Hawk's friends have very like carefully picked out like synthesis. Yeah, of, I see what you're saying. Of I music. See what you're saying. Yeah. This is from this is a remix by Zora Jones, who is like by the same label. I forget what their collective is called, but Ness HQ. No. <laughs> Hawk is the head and then like the other like key players are like Zora Jones. DJ Slinks shows up sometimes. Oh, okay, 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 okay. But like okay. um but basically this sort of like strange like ethereal spacey club music is the kind of thing that they do. Gotcha. So, I'll, is this on Spotify? Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay. Um, so the other thing, um, is the Diplo song? Speaking of Jersey Club, is I went song? to the Giraffage concert. Oh yeah, that we that? didn't that I go, didn't to go to last time. Right, um, with our father. 
Yeah, our literal dad took my ticket to Giraffage and Korean, so that and was cool. And he enjoyed himself. I mean, I got some, like, really, really lit Snapchats of... I think my favorite one was... It was a video, and it wasn't even a video <laughs> of, like, the DJ. It was, like, one of those videos that's actually, like, a selfie, and then the video's kind of, like, bouncing to, like, show you, like, how fucking lit everything is. And the song was... <laughs> Like, literally, Jay knows what's coming. A straight-up, dead-ass trap remix of Sandstorm by Darude. <laughs> like, uh, literally my father sent that to me. And, of course, our, our roots with that, with that particular song go pretty deep because it was, of course, on DDR Max. Yeah. And, which uh, yeah. was a game that we grew up playing also with our father. I mean, we mostly... First, we played DDR Max 2, and then DDR yeah. Extreme, and then we kind of went back and got DDR Max. Yeah, I, it, okay, it may or may not be on DDR Max 2, but it's on one... It's on either Max or Max 2. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, so basically that show, it was very interesting because Giraffage didn't actually play that very many songs from his from his album. There were That's like actually a kind of sad because only three songs that were like there that I picked out that were like from his album. The rest yeah. of it was actually just like a really cool DJ set for people who like knew him really early and so would know the kinds of like strange like throwback tracks that he was like putting in for like people who were like in the SoundCloud. Yeah thing and like people who would have listened to his stuff in like 2015 era that's actually a really interesting i guess that's like an interesting way to take it because i feel like in the realm of like electronic music usually if it's like if you're like fucking 1 p.m coachella you're probably just gonna try and play like a good set that includes some of your songs yeah that vibes with the crowd if you're literal porter robinson then you have like a whole live thing yeah and uh then if you're, like, Porter Robinson at his Vegas residency, then you're just <laughs> playing bangers. No, but you know what I mean? Like, you can hit, like, Ruby Sky or something. Yeah. But I feel like playing a set... I'm in... I, like, I just think that's a good way to play a show. Yeah. Because that's, it's not like Giraffe is going to be like, here's the acoustic version of Green Tea. Yeah. You know, like... So, I don't know. I think yeah. that's cool. That's that's sick. The reason why But seriously, I... did you listen to Diplo? I no. did. Um, and you just yeah. you don't have no wait, wait, comment wait. on it. The re okay, sorry. The reason why I segued from Jersey into that okay. was because Creon closed her opening set with a Jersey remix of Beach, and Giraffage oh in God. his set played a Jersey remix of Creon's iPhone bubbling, and it was so lit. Okay, just like for reference, maybe I'll do it next week. But like Beach is, I like constantly. I'm like, is this my favorite song? Like, it's so, it's just like so good. I, I, I each week I've toyed with making it my backdrop. I'll, I'll show it. I'll show you the video after. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just gonna put it out there. Diplo and Mo, new song. Yes. I liked it. I liked the drop of it. I it was unexpected. Wait, I you didn't even listen. listen. No. Okay. I don't. I haven't listened to the song in its entirety as what? an experience. Okay. Well, we're not going to listen to it in its entirety. I had midterms. It, we're not going to listen to it in its entirety, but I really like, let's just, I just want you to hear like when it goes from the pre-chorus into the chorus. Yeah. Mo? I, I feel like she must be also a good songwriter. You know? Like yeah. they collaborate so much that she can't just be like a vocalist and that's it, you know? Yeah. This is like cute lyrics. Yeah. Okay, but this is the good one. I feel like it has. It's like. Ooh, I love those like little bubblies. Oh yeah, no, me too. So I I like that this is 
has like that kind of dance hall percussion where it's like do 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 and i also like the synth it's very similar to the the kamikaze synth the kamikamikashi but i obviously hate that song for obviously obvious reasons but because this song is like cute and isn't about literal kamikazes, I can now feel free to listen to this synth that I've been appreciating since that fucking song came out in like 2015. And I was like, I can't listen to this in public. <laughs> so I really like this song and I'm happy that it came out. Yeah. But... Oh, what's your what's your new song? What's your new song? Oh, do you want to hear it? I feel like we should just in, envelope, envelope it into these into this whole okay well it goes it, it goes a little bit closer to this vibe so i'm a i'm gonna hit it right now and you already know mine is girls right you do right oh that is your actual that is track? literally my song we oh, need okay. we have to talk about it and i spent so much time thinking about it today that Maybe like Chromio vibes too. I don't know. What, okay, what do you, what's what's the deal? The song is called Evil Powers. It's the Alex Metric remix of Evil Powers by um, by Bad Sounds. But here's the part that I really really like. That was sick. Yeah. That bass line right as you were turning it that part's cool. That's my favorite part. I figured you would appreciate it for its piano chords and what you're what you might be thinking of is Big Z. Oh, because you know what? There actually is a lot of Big Z vibes. The there. the the Big Z vibe is what I realized this morning is like it reminds me a little bit of the uh, Big Z's feel so close. Yes, remix. yes. Um but I wanted to talk about this because I wanted to talk about Alex Metric and okay. how long Alex Metric has been in the game. Um, because I remember listening to Safe With You a million Ooh. times. And I almost also I also I almost made that my backtrack, but I didn't want them to both be by the same artist. <laughs> but it was like Safe With You is a bop, and of course we both know that we also listened to Hope a million times. Yeah. You know that song Hope. Because I've learned to cope. Is yeah. that? Is it? It's That's Hope also Alex Metric and Oliver. Because I've learned to cope. Yeah, this was in the beginning of I've Oliver. Learned to cope. The beginning. Because <laughs> I've learned when to cope. Oliver began his existence. This is the first Oliver song that I knew. Actually, just getting the big data. Because I've learned to cope. Because I've learned to cope. This is another one that I put in my like secret set that I imagine where like everyone is so lit on this song. You know what I mean? Yeah. That splicing was always my favorite. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ugh. Wow. Alex Metric. But yeah, so I I just wanted to talk about because Alex Metric doesn't put out that that much that frequently and. All of the the stuff that he puts out is like very quality. Like the things that like hit as like here's my like new single where it's like you know like people put out singles because they're just like this is like a like something that I'm working on that I think is like culminating in this like one thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're always so good because like the three big singles were like Safe with You, Hope, and this, and yeah. maybe Heart Weighs a Ton, which is also a very good song. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. Wow, that's a fun remix. Yeah. Uh, are you ready to unpack girls? Yeah, I also have to pee. I know, me too. We'll we'll wrap it up quickly. It'll be a short discussion. We won't even talk about This Is America. There's Everyone has already said things about This Is America. And 
probably said things better than we can. Honestly, yeah, given... go to go to verysmartbrothers.theroot.com for everything you would ever need to know about this is America. Yeah, I also saw the insider video that was trending. Mm. Um, also, I think like went over it very well. Yeah, we'll just we'll just link to those things. Yeah. Oh my God! Speaking of very smart brothers, um, I need to send you the article that's like you had a bad idea and you're making it worse 10 thoughts i had while listening to yay versus the people <laughs> it is straight up so funny and like and puts into words all of my thoughts anyways okay on to other controversial songs we're not talking about this in america because both of us need to pee here it is So, I'm gonna, I guess, well, I'll, I'll play the chorus also. Okay, so here, here's this one. Okay, so now I feel like we kind I feel like now we should break it down. So basically here are my here is my thoughts. It's catchy. Yeah. That's the first thing I I'm gonna say. I will definitely give it that. It's been stuck in my head ever since I listened to it last night. It's really catchy Literally sometimes. During my midterm. Yeah, it's it's catchy. I think though, like okay, so here here's the controversy. So obviously it's about like sometimes I just wanna kiss girls, yada yada yada. And there's a lot of like Openly queer lyrics. Straight, yes. Like, uh, straight up openly queer lyrics. Yes. Um, like, when Rita Ora says, I'm 50-50 and I'm never gonna hide it. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not one-sided. I'm open-minded, obviously. And there's also a part where Cardi B says, like, she she says, like, I steal your bitch, have her down with the scissor. That but happens. also, she says, I could be your lipstick just for one night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, there's lipstick... Like a f- like, like lipstick is, lesbian is like lipstick lesbian yeah which no 100 like... so i think okay so here's here's what i was like thinking about it so the whole song it's it's catchy to me i like like it when it first came out i read this like press release or like an interview that she did and she was like oh you know like i don't want this to be like if this is an album or this is like a like an anthem for some people like that's awesome but you know if you think that i need to be like bisexual in order to have like sing this then that's narrow-minded like it's not just whatever and then she was Mm. like it's inspired by Katy perry's i kissed a girl like that's where it hit me weird is when she said that because i kissed a girl is very problematic for very many like and Katy Perry herself was like, if I could rewrite it, I probably would because there's stereotypes that I have, like, you know, in yeah. the last 10 years, like, I've realized. Yeah. And I, here's where I think is the... Pro- so, and then Haley Kiyoko came out with a statement saying, like, this is really, like, harmful. This is, like, doing more harm than good by, like, playing into these stereotypes and insinuating... In the course, it's like, sometimes I just want to kiss girls, 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 red wine, I just want to kiss girls, girls, girls. Like, implying that she's, you know, someone's just like, oh, I'm just getting drunk, and I just, like, want to kiss girls, and, like, yada, yada. There's also remix about... Uh, like, lyrics about doing weed, and then also that being involved... Doing weed. Doing yeah. a weed. <laughs> they just... Eating weed. <laughs> they eat them, and then they do it, and it's weird. I mean, yeah. So, the problem that I saw is, like... Or, like... The song itself is okay, but is and it's fine. But what I and I like that what they just let it be. You know, they're not like I'm amazing for this like women loving women thing. Like I'm doing it. They just kind of are like, you know, I let it that it's just out there and it's fine. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, it's like, what if you are like a woman who loves women and you are trying to drink some red wine? And, like, not give a fuck about who you're hooking up with that night. You know, that's... This song does encompass that, and, like, that shouldn't be... Yeah. ...a problem. I'm never, like, why is Post Malone 
not talking about the negative effects of Zach and Codeine on his song, <laughs> Zach and Codeine. You know, like, I feel like there's a tendency, like, songs that cover this type of material are held to a, a strict standard because of yeah. the history, because of the community that you're, like, tapping into, the vibes that you're channeling. So yeah. I think that's where it gets into, like, on its surface, it's not a big deal, but that's when I think it gets into places where you can't just be like, oh, I don't know why everyone's up in arms. It's up in arms because there's a history yeah, type of thing. And what my what I felt like it wasn't handled, or it could have been handled better, is like if Rita Ora, if someone was like, oh, and then she, they were like, oh, are you coming out? And that's when she was like, uh, you th- if you think that I need to be by in order to sing this, and that's really narrow-minded. And then when the song was first leaked in 2017, she literally said this. She was like, Rita said that despite its lesbian undertones, Girls is about her close relationships with her new pals than any romance with... This is about Cara Delevingne. At first listen, you'll be like, oh, wow, she's definitely letting us know she likes girls, she revealed. But it's not that. It is called Girls because I have features with my actual friends on it, like Charlie XCX, who is one of my bestest friends. The song is basically about females complimenting other females and supporting each other. Oh, what? I thought I had a completely different opinion about this song until that just happened. I mean, I don't think that's true. For starters, like, Rita Ora has said that she is bi. Yeah. And uh, I'm not even going to touch the use of the word females there. I'm not going to touch it. Yeah. It's, I don't want, this isn't the time for that. But I don't think, I, I don't think that that is what she even thinks it's about. It literally says I'm 50, 50, I'm never going to hide it. Yeah. Like, but here's what gets me is the, the messaging and the marketing surrounding this song. Because it's like, if you, if, if someone was like, Rita, are you like, bye? And she was like, I said everything I wanted to say in the song. You should go listen to it. If she said that, I'd be like, yes, fuck yeah, girl. Yeah. But because she's doing this, like, it was inspired by Katy Perry. Like, um, it's, like, kind of like, I kissed a girl. Uh, like, it, you know, you don't have to be, bo- like, it's for everybody. You know, girls support each other. Like, yeah. that kind of, like, wishy-washy thing. I, it's t- and it's totally okay if you're not ready to be, like, the fucking face of the bi-pan movement. That's fine. But, like, the way that this comes off, and I'm not sure if it's on purpose or what... But the way that it comes off, and I'm sorry to Rita Ora and her gal pals for this, is it comes off like you're, like, no-homoing yourself. Yeah. And that's where I feel like it could have been handled better. It sucks if you're not in a good... Like, it it sucks that people are pressuring Rita Ora if she's not in a spot to, you know, be, like, fucking Haley Kiyoko being, like, so out and so gay and so proud. Sometimes you feel like you're not queer enough, and that's... and And that's real, but I feel like this marketing could have been... Yeah, and there's a specific way to, like, handle it. Especially that, I, like, from what I've seen of, like... I... Because I, I pretty much almost obsessively follow, like, a bunch of queer artists who... Like, for example, like, Mickey Blanco and, like, Leaf and, like, a lot of other queer rappers have always... T- have, like, talked a lot about, like, queer rap is not a genre. It's just, like, rap. And we want to be, like, acknowledged for the actual just regular-ass talent that we have... And that sort of, that message was also echoed by people like Kim Petras, who's always, like, um, saying, like, I just want to be known as a pop star. It's cool that I'm, like, the first, like, trans pop star that you're, like, thinking of, but I want to be eventually known that it doesn't even matter. Which is, which is fair. It's, it's fair. But, like, I think in this current situation with, like, women loving women yes and the the, yes. the modern context of you know now it's cool like and trendy and like again rita aura is straight like i'm pr- sorry i meant to say like straight up bi and then i just stopped at the word straight she like <laughs> has said that she is bi you know like that and i'm not so i'm not trying to say that she's trying to be trendy or she's trying to like co-op this movement or whatever but you it's hard to be surprised if you're going to sing about this stuff it's hard to be surprised when you get hella feedback from the community yeah. you know like you're, people are going to have opinions and like when you handle them by being like oh today it's about females complimenting females or like a year ago it's about females complimenting females today it's okay if it's a bi anthem but that's not the point of it which is a, a thing that was said yeah it, you know like it's 
and you know people people change people like grow and stuff i just feel like it it it's weird was that they handled have a, in a weird way. They have and a they platform. Sh- and I'm surprised it's, I didn't anticipate this happening. It, yeah, really. it's fine. It's fine that they're learning, but when you're learning with a platform, you gotta learn quick. You know, like you can't like yeah. it's like because what you do matter. I mean, the song did come out like literally today, so we'll see. I guess how it continues to pan out. Exactly, but that's I think it's like weird because oh, also a thing, a note about the Haley Kiyoko message. Um, several people since then have, have, like, agreed with her by, like, putting, like, comments on her Instagram I saw post. Ruby Rose Ruby was, Ruby like, Rose yeah. was one of them. Kehlani was another. Kehlani said that. Kehlani I- also commented thank you on her post. That's, that's pretty, that's interesting. I think it sucks because, or, like, I think it's a tough situation because it's easy to also want, like, some lighthearted shit. And, but you can make lighthearted shit. Without being like, yeah, I get drunk and kiss girls. Like, yeah. listen to, like, Curious. That is a lighthearted song. Yeah. But it never compromises the validity of her identity. Yeah. But that said, like, I, again, I just keep going back to the Post Malone thing. You know, like, I, am I holding these artists to too strict of a standard? I expect them to be perfect and say things the right way all the time. Yeah. But I just, I just mean, like, I think that you can learn and it's unfair for me to expect celebrities to learn any faster than like me you're but correct it's um the outcome still remains unfortunate however when it's 2018 and like the stereotypes are like re like again rearing their head yeah of just like doing this yeah and it's like, and so I totally see how someone could be like, sometimes I just want to kiss girls as my anthem. But I just feel like some of the s- context surrounding it, like, it's great if you as a listener can pick that out and say, like, this means something to me. But I don't know if this was the cleanest song, like, cleanest way of communicating that yeah. specific emotion. Yeah, I agree. You know? Especially when you have, like, lyrics. Like, for example, in Cardi's verse, when she says, just for one night, like, there yeah. is, like, a... There there but are like hints it, of just, like... But it, like, rhymes with have their funds right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just pull an offset right there? <laughs> How would that be pulling an offset? Oh, I don't fuck with queers. I'm sorry, but it just rhymes. That's not what Offset is, said. Offset was like, I literally didn't know queer meant that. Yeah, and then after that, he was like, I was just trying to think of words that rhymed with whatever word no. he was rhyming with. He, was just, he literally did say that. He was just like, oh, list of words that rhyme with like fear or whatever. Literally, what I love that honesty. Like, it makes me happy because I'm always like, damn, like Nicki Minaj put that song out in a week. Yay versus the people. T.I. and Kanye had not only like... Like, was it a cogent conversation? But it fucking rhymed the whole time. <laughs> it's, like, nice to me that some rappers are, like, rhymezone.com. <laughs> <laughs> Offset typing in rhymezone.com. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, hold on, just really quick. I'm just gonna I have this. to stop laughing or else I'm gonna pee. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, seriously. Wow, do we even have time for the backtracks? Should we just skip them this week? It's urgent. Okay, okay. Um, urgency. And we pause. The podcast. No, 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 no. You can do it. You can do it. It's literally two songs. I don't want to piss myself. Honestly, I really have to pee too. Okay. And we're back. <laughs> After a short... This is this is when we would say, like, this message is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. And I'm... Casper. And me, Undies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we all feel really refreshed and happy. And I'm going first because you stopped it, and now we're done talking about girls. And I, I'm still gonna. I can't. I my. I can't actually decide if I'm still gonna listen to this song right now. It's catchy and it's stuck in my head, so there's no way around it. But yeah. Anyway, okay. So my backtrack is actually it's kind of like a back artist. Do you know who Maiden Heights is? Nope. Oh my god, this is going to be amazing then. So, I'll just ease you in. Basically, Maiden Heights was R.I.P. This dem- this duo that was, like, based in L.A. at this, like, DJ and producer, Sobsy. They broke up or, like... They broke up. Okay. 
It's not like darker than that. And then this chick, Kelsey Skullman. Anyway, they <laughs> broke up. They broke up. They like toured in um, like 2014 and they released this album in 2015 and then they like broke up and it's really sad. But they have this really interesting sound and I will introduce you to like why I think it's sick. So here's the first song that will actually. I'm oh, pick- so you have multiple backtracks. Well, okay. It's like, it's like one back sound. And I'm just introducing you to the sound. Okay. Okay, it's it's cool. Okay. Loki Caro Caro Vanita vibes right there. I was gonna end with this one, but then I thought I would just get you just right up in there. Just right until you go, uh huh. All this fight in me. So I just think this is a really interesting use of percussion and really interesting samples. And like, it eventually it gets more melodic here. I just feel like this song is so interesting. Like, you just keep listening to it because you're like, what is even coming next right now? You know, like, right here. I like the part where it's like, do, 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 do. They'll do it again. Right here. I'm not gonna play the whole song, but I do feel like to some extent it's like, wow, you should listen to this whole song because it keeps just getting more and more interesting. Hmm. Like, I think the vocalist, so it reminds me a little bit of Marion Hill in the sense of like, it's a, you know, this like smooth female vocalist and a really interesting, um, like, percussion under it. But I feel like Marion Hill, I really liked, like, if you play any one song by Marion Hill, I'm like, that's a cool song. And then you play like the next 20, and you're like, okay. Minimal production, cool percussion, and a female vocalist. You know, like, it, it's kind of yeah. like, okay, I get it. You're, like, a duo, and that's, like, fun. you know, you have your specialties. But I feel like this is still, like, an interesting and a really full song. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And that's, like, consistent with the rest of... Like, here's another song that I really like by them, which is Ghosts. Like, that interesting kind of cowbell situation. Yeah, it's a jam. And this one ha- Wait, jumps right I into the her- melody. Oh, I have heard this song. I this, is played the, it. this is the song that I know. You think the love's a way to keep I also love that line. Like, you think it loves the way to keep score. You talking like you read about it. It's like, yeah. oh, sick, dude. You read about it? Like, I'm sure you're sick. Um... So yeah, I'm pretty sad. This is all on this album called Without My Enemy, What Would I Do? And all these songs are jams, and the duo broke up, and they're never going to go on tour again, and I'm sad about it. Yeah, this song is great. Although it does this crazy halftime breakdown, and I was like, I don't love halftime breakdowns, but I'm just so intrigued by why it, like, what it's even doing up in here that I'm like intrigued by it. Like, let me, let me find it. And before you can decide whether you're actually that into it or not, it's like over already. And then it does scratching. Like, what's going on? But I'm into it. And then you're like, okay, I guess it's like over question mark. Uh, no, it's the second verse. Yeah, great. And I like the, like, rhythmic, like, I like how the lyrics are also, like, kind of rhythmic. Yeah. And then this is my last, this is, is, these are all con, this is all, this is the actual backtrack, by the way, this guy. The rest of it was just context before this hit. See, now, like, this percussion makes sense with this duo. 
This is like the most polished song of the three that I showed you. It's like a really c consistent concept. And I think like the way that it flows is really nice. It's like slow, but you can like at the end of each stanza, she just like picks it right back up again and it like never loses any momentum. And I also just really like the kind of like, I really like that under undertone of percussion there. That gives it a kind of like heartbeat that moves it through. Yeah. So yeah, that's my backtrack and my back artist and me saying R.I.P. to Maiden Heights, but it will never, they will live forever yeah. in my, in I my will... actual iTunes library, actually. I have a, a for real, for real copy, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Anyway, the, it's all you. The production in that, like, at least the drums, really reminded me of, um like Kane West in like and like Caro Caro Bonito oh yeah like in the first two songs in the first yeah, two yeah, songs yeah. yeah yep 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 okay well you really hyped up this song and made it seem like we had to go to the bathroom or else both of us were gonna pee ourselves when we listened to it. <laughs> so that's not necessarily what I was implying but I also love that idea um <laughs> Well, now I won't, so I'm ready for okay, whatever. Okay, are you ready? I, yeah. Okay. I, like, don't know what this song is. Yes, you do. Okay. Maybe you don't have to keep looking I, like, straight don't know this song. <laughs> Stop mouthing the lyrics. How did we get <laughs> wait, wait, we can't. I need to listen to the drop. Wow. Wait. Wait. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not paying myself right now. <laughs> Wait for the next sense to come in. I see why this is a backtrack. It's like, it's like fully, um, like early 2000s sense. It reminds me of Tayo Cruz. Okay, we're literally violating a lot of copyright laws by this point. <laughs> okay, this song came out in 2013. That's... Hilarious. This is literally like a it. middle school jam for me. Yeah, it's fully. That's like I was in college, so fuck my life. <laughs> so explain to me why this is your backtrack, besides just that it was a middle school jam. We can't okay. all just listen to SOS by Rihanna, play it in full, and <laughs> say literally nothing afterwards. So please. <laughs> I listened to it in middle school one time, so this is my backtrack. Um, I love this song. This song still holds up to me. I and why? Why is that? It is why a very it stood old. Stood the test of time. It. It is a very like it does have an older style of production. It straight up could be a collab with Tayo Cruz right now. <laughs> you are you are correct, but I'm mostly talking about the production of this song, the specific very minimalist use of like cer uh, the uh, certain like two or three cents that I think are uh, that are the kinds of things that people like PC music see and then replicate to a more exaggerated extent. These yeah. are the same kinds of synths that are 
duplicated in songs like Every Night by Hannah Diamond. You're right. That's that, true. That is... And so Sean Paul is actually on the literal bleeding edge of pop music today. Is that what you're saying? Um, he is going to lead us into the future. Sort of? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, She Doesn't Mind is also a bucket bob. I wasn't... I mean, I wasn't doing this to talk about Sean Paul. Okay, fine. Continue. Continue. But, continue. Um, I was doing it to talk about the specific production on that song because though that that bass and the pad that comes in on the chorus is like it, it something to me in that song, like just like fully captures like. It, it, it was, like, a moment of realization for me to, like, listen to that song and say, like, this is what A.G. Cook listened to and was, like, this is the sound that I want to magnify. Um, like... That rhythm? That rhythm that's now popular... I mean, that, that rhythm, Sean Paul didn't invent that. Yeah. You gotta explain it with words. <laughs> so there's there's a little bit of a stutter that happens in, in the harmonies um, at, like, the end of a phrase in the chorus. Yeah. And it goes dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, that yeah. is another reason why I really like this song. Um, because I'm I'm a sucker for those stutters. Um, yeah. Okay, anyways. I mean, that song is, is good. It's actually a pretty... It's like a sleeper Sean Paul hit. Isn't it strange how it, it... It, like, it's one of those songs where it's like... Like, if I were to listen to other songs that, like, happened in middle school before, like, this... The reason why this happened is because I was looking through... Like, me and my friends were like, oh, let's play all the songs that, like, we listened to a lot of... That, like, were things in middle school. And so we found a bunch of playlists, and, like, this song came on, and I was like... Other Side of Love. Yeah. Okay. Other Side of Love came on, and I was like, I would listen to this today 20 times, and then I did for the next week. <laughs> and then I did. Um, <laughs> well, that's a, good, that's a good backtrack. I was also listening to Pirouette, like, all week. It was good. Good vibes. But yeah, like that, those like hollow sounds, like that style of of pads. I don't know. It's just very. And it actually it is interesting it to is see very like pop. Yeah, where and it's also not a really a classic Sean Paul song, to be honest. Yeah, that's why but I said I didn't do it to talk yeah, about yeah, Sean yeah. Paul. I mean, Sean Paul. I mean, I would talk. Yeah, I would talk yeah, about like, Sean Paul, but I didn't. I didn't pick that song to talk about him. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 one hundred percent. I mean, I think yeah, it is. It's interesting to see like how it how it comes into these like crazy experimental artists, you know, sound banks. What else is going on this week? Um, Taylor Swift has a concert tonight, and here's why that's worth mentioning. Co- tickets were fifty dollars, I guess I should say, and the openers. I guess they must have, like, planned this, like, way in advance. Do you know who the opening openers are? Um, Charlie XCX has been there for a yeah. while. So yeah. I know that. Uh-huh. And Camila Cabello. Yeah. Which is yeah. which is crazy because, like, she got so big in this past year. Yep. And, like, if someone was like, hey, do you want to go see Charlie XCX for $25? I'd be like, yo, fuck yeah. Ticket's already bought. I'm there. Meet me there. Yeah. And then if someone was like, hey, you know that chick, like, Camila Cabello... She, like, kind of, like, did her own thing, and now she's, like, really big. You know, it's not like, Havana. I'd be like, yeah, I'm down. They'd be like, you want to come? Like, tickets, they're, like, $25. And I'd be like, that's not that bad. Like, sure, I'll come with you. Yeah. And then imagine, you show up, and they're like, oh, the one thing I did forget to tell you, Taylor Swift's actually doing a concert right <laughs> after this for free. I'd be like, sweet. I paid 25 for Charlie XCX, 25 for Google That is actually Mayo, the and best way to look at it. <laughs> Anyway, okay, that is gonna do it for us. I guess we'll be back maybe next week, maybe the one after that. But hopefully you enjoyed it, learned something, agreed with us, disagreed with us. I guess, yeah. Yeah. So do you want to see those those concert vids? Yep. Okay, bye guys.